so this song uh, is, is one of the more recent ones I've worked on, um, which came a while after, after the album. Um, and yeah, it was only a couple of years now. It was just before lockdowns, really. Um, there was this beautiful song that many of us had the absolute privilege of being in his presence. He, he was just such a such a vibrance and just such a heart, his biggest heart. Um, and his name his name is Doug, and he really stood in as this kind of. I guess archetype for, for so many of us on, on you know many different ways whatever I think we needed he he was this incredible chameleon energetically well he wasn't just who he was authentically but he was such a big a big space that he could fill you know so many gaps in in in, in us and um, yeah he was a real father figure and mentor to a lot of um, our little group and a real um, supporter like he, he had a I think a real gift of vision of just life and, and consciousness and community and it was really important to him that he let us know how important we were to him and how important all of our individual efforts and journeys are to a greater you know larger piece of the puzzle of, of living I guess here on this earth um, yeah, just like like no other, and I think came at such a crucial time for, for many of us, and we were really struggling. And you know, part of my journey that I was sharing at the beginning of the podcast with my mental health and, and you know suicidality, um, Doug was a very big part of um, helping to heal that as well. And it wasn't so much in words or support; it was in a in an experience that was just him being fully present for me, much like this. And I really was able to shed and go into that, you know, that space and that that um, that fear and that terror and the loneliness of, of that feeling. I guess the core of the root of the, um, yeah, of why I was really feeling like that and out of sync with myself. And, and he just held me in silence and I've never experienced such palpable and strong healing presence from another like just space holding um so yeah I, he, he was instrumental in my i think recovery and healing and growth from from those pretty dense kind of um frequencies so when he passed it it, it was like having your heart broken and smashed into a million pieces uh it, it hurt a lot um really really sudden, really unexpected passing um, that, you know, I think we all feel in retrospect was just its perfect timing for him and his, you know, his journey uh, in his, in his kind of, uh, you know, mission. He, he, he uh, I think it was, it was as it was meant to be, but I, I suppose because he was very present in our lives at, at, at that moment of his transition as well, it, really felt that space and that hole open up um, in, in, in our field. So, you know, it took, it took a little bit of, um, yeah, a bit of time to, 
we didn't want to, you know, to grieve, obviously, but also wanting to celebrate his energy and I guess what he was here instilling in us and I guess to, to try and continue that work, you know, within each other and ourselves um, and to honor him that way and to love him that way. So, and obviously a part of my expression is, is music and, you know, cause it's, it's a form or it's a medium that, you know, can be somewhat immortalized. So I, I mean, I didn't think too deeply about it, but I was playing on the piano and just this, this song just started coming through and then I quickly knew what who the song was about or for and it was it was to honor this journey this this life of Doug's and also his journey uh you know into the all expanded awareness of <laughs> the next the next phase so we held a little gathering here um just post his his funeral um to honor him, I guess, and to, to pay our respects and to remember him, um, a small pocket of us. So this song, I, I at that time, had kind of only just come out and um, performed it um, kind of live for everyone. And that felt really uh, beautiful to be able to do um, in, that, in that kind of moment. So then I kind of got to producing this song after that, realizing that that song for me, um, is a beautiful way to celebrate and to remember him. And I think like just also once again, it, it's, it's all ties into self as well. Like, you know, through Doug's death and passing, it brought that reflection back to me. And it's, it's, it's something that I, you know, now wrapped up in my own thoughts of death. Doug is within that as well, you know, thoughts with him. So it's, I feel like this song to me once again represents are dying to some degree, but maybe in a more hopeful, optimistic sense than the the first uh, song that I shared with you. That is maybe the darker version of, of death. This this feels. Um, I think this expresses a way or a, a feeling of how I would like death to be. So this song is called um, "A Passive Defeat." Mm.
Man, thanks for letting me own a dog with to play that and share that. It feels really nice to be able to, you know, give him a bit of space in this. <laughs> yeah. It feels like there's, I just feel my whole body's quite alive right now and tingly and yeah, I feel these like almost like pins and needles and electricity running mm. all the way up my spine and throughout my arms and it's just so interesting how much, uh, yeah, life, how life-giving death can be. Yeah, and I just... Yeah, I wanted to thank you and and just kind of honor Doug in this moment as well. Yeah, just what you shared around your experience with him and it's it sounds quite inspirational to be able to have such an effect on the people around us to you know, for for that song, for that piece of music to be a result of someone's life and death, it, it, it's quite a beautiful thing. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Thank you. It's I, I kind of I think after that, it um, reminding myself officially. Um, I from that I decided that it would be a really great idea to write a song uh, inspired by you know all of my friends and people that I care about and making tracks would just be named after them. So that. That'll probably be an album to come mm -hmm. in, in years, but I kind of thought that would be a really beautiful way to celebrate, you know, the, the beautiful connections. And once again, it like somewhat immortalize, so long as hard drives and internet exists, uh, you know, these these um, these amazing things. And yeah, I also like that's you're a huge part of uh, uh, my my circle and connection and community as well. So I'm really grateful for. For your beautiful gift and, and, and sharing in the world and, and how that allows so much to emerge through your medium you know and others can share themselves it's 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 the same you know it's the same frequency and the same art form here of you know um platforming and inspiring and connecting so i'm really grateful i guess to be given this um opportunity to be like courageous and share this part of what i do my music and, and feel um personally feel a bit more like uh what's the word um happy and, and and more musical about myself instead of you know the, all the other ventures and projects that i'm doing it's really nice to pause and reflect and to you know have this amazing uh experience with you to to reshare this uh, to myself as well um and I, i've been really fortunate to have a, a, a similar opportunity recently with uh, a friend who um, is about to release a documentary and we did a, a very similar kind of like flowy concept and he was like look i got like seven episodes you know hours and hours of footage i've got like no music and he's like you know can you can you help out i'm like oh yeah that sounds terrifying but you know okay yeah, okay and then i'm like how am i gonna do that that's you know like you know, schoolwork and stuff is something I kind of like really into, but it takes a lot of time. So I was like, I don't think I'm going to be you know, able to deliver anything that's going to be good enough. And then, you know, we had a chat and just decided to um, basically spend a couple of days together uh, recording live work and just complete flow state. And he had this amazing instrument, uh, beautiful synthesizer 
that was like a one-stop shop and it was a very different style because you know my production I'm recording you know field recordings and live instruments and using you know samples and stuff and it's just a you know mix of a lot of different things which becomes time consuming so the idea of doing a live kind of you know um recording session was like okay it kind of took the pressure off and uh and it was really great so we just spent a couple of days together with this amazing instrument and um, i really got an opportunity to um really sit in the present you know the presence of the flow state with my music and yeah about seven hours of music we've got i've got to yeah there's a lot there to get through but um yeah, that, that was a really inspirational kind of um, experience and opportunity much like this that kind of helped me to, you know, um, maybe carve out more time for my musical projects. Because mm. um, it's, 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 yeah, it's really beautiful, I guess, to um, feel it being appreciated, I guess, for, for how it was intended. And that's, I guess as an artist, we all kind of struggle with whatever form we're doing. Of, oh, how's it going to be received? How's it got value? And I usually tell people, you know, well, if it's, you know, enough to help one person out or inspire them or, you know, kind of that's worth doing and it's worth kind of putting out. So I kind of, um, yeah, appreciate this, this opportunity to uh, take some of my own advice in that regard. And, and uh, yeah. I think we could all use a bit more of that. And yeah. I was just kind of having a chat with Jay a bit earlier around this and we've touched on this point in our conversations a few times and. It, you know, it's it's quite inspirational for me as well, just to be kind of reminded of um, the importance of doing that. And and I'm, I've got a wondering, like I'm not sure what you, what you think about this, but a wondering around um, why do you think it might be so hard to to let such beauty out, and like where the yeah, and why are we so we're so we can feel to be I know from personal experience so so glitchy in that area and. You know why it does um, take a bit of back and forth before we can open up and and um, and share that because that that beauty once it touches other people like that that experience just happened right now and it's still still kind of going on inside of me and I'm sure inside of many other people that are kind of witnessing this space and you know I'm, I've got a wondering around kind of because it's definitely 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 something that. Um, is quite contagious and 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 helps kind of the blossoming and that's the whole thing around the podcast is kind of an attempt to help um allow for that blossoming to take place or, or to inspire it or to you know breathe breathe some sense of life into it and i'm and i'm wondering if you have maybe an inkling or an insight into yeah the the difficulty of that that opening yeah, well, look, I, I think I experience it and I see it time and time again with, with I guess, people that I'm really fortunate enough to, to share time and, you know, space with, um, that we have these horrible limiting self-beliefs, generally, most of us, um, and we, we, we have a lot of doubt and I think a lot of it is born from fear. I think fear is, is probably the undercurrent or the, the root that then by extension creates these issues because we, we then find it almost paralyzing to break a mold or to step outside of what's 
safe, you know, there's this like illusion of safety. I think that, that especially in, in Australia or in the West, you know, we've got this kind of like tall poppy syndrome and we, we like, you know, we'll be like humble and not, not like do anything too outrageous or crazy. Just, you know, like stay in line and do the right thing. And it's all, it's all these kind of tropes of, of, you know, the right way to do things or to live or be. And I think a lot of that comes yeah. through colonization from religion and all these, these larger concepts, I think that impact the modern day person in, in really subtle ways, but really strong ways in terms of how it chokes us off from actually feeling like, um, acceptable, you know, I mean, look, look, I mean, look, you look at our policies with indigenous Australians or even like, you know, queer or women's rights and stuff like we're so behind. There's no progression. It, it takes forever for any significant and real deep change to happen in this current society. So when you've got all of that stacked against you and you kind of like intrinsically know that it's going to be a grind to do something different, I think this is where it gets hard for us to reinvent ourselves or to, to heal or to do something new, you know, like to, because, because it's, it's, it's all this results based kind of society where it's like, Oh, you know, everything's, good or bad like it's so binary our thinking whereas it's just like well you know being shit's okay as well and this this is i think where we're not allowed to be in our communities or our families or in our relationships or in our friendships or at our jobs we're not allowed to like be shit or have a bad day or a bad moment we can't make mistakes you know everything has to be polished and you know TikTok ready or or, or whatever and i think that's that's so crippling and dangerous um it's this pack mentality kind of craziness um so i think in this day and age to really be yourself uh which is obviously unique and individual that's quite a courageous act in itself and for most people i feel that don't have the roadmap to doing that or they don't even know who they are and they're trying to discover that it becomes uh quite the mountain so I think this is where we need each other and, and, and community or platforms like this to share and to express, um, to be, I guess, beacons of hope and inspiration and safe spaces for each other to explore, um, and to crash out, you know, like to make mistakes in this. Um, I think it's like, we've got to get cool with like all of that. Um, so that, you know, people can start to feel safe in their vulnerability so they can start to really you know, become who they, who they truly are. Um, so yeah, how, how to do this in the real world, it's, it's very difficult, you know? So I think like community is key here. And, um, then I guess for people that have a gift or a strong desire or calling to face those fears and challenges and step into it, you know, like, like even this today is like, kind of like, Oh, mm felt like so intimidating and like oh god what if everyone just thinks it's horrible and shit and it's like well you know what even if they did that's not like it's not the point like 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 i should be cool with failure and like everyone just being like whatever man like didn't resonate like because it's not about you know being it's not about me being kind of satiated by other people it's more about me just doing what my soul or what i yeah. know i need to do putting it out there and just trusting that there was a reason for it and, you know, maybe one other person will, you know, feel, feel something that's helpful and that's good enough. And then hopefully by extension, if they see someone's kind of been brave enough to step into their vulnerability or their tenderness, 
and those fears, then that will hopefully also inspire a courage within them as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is why these podcast opportunities, they're they're terrifying to me. I'm a very kind of private person in terms of like what, what, what I kind of do and how I think because I'm, I'm, you know, (laughs) it can be interesting and, and, you know, maybe not exactly mainstream. So I tend to kind of like, you know, uh, keep myself somewhat underground. Um, But I, coming forward or out of the closet, I guess, in, in, in an opportunity like this, I think it's, it's, it's beyond me. It's just important to do because I care about people and humanity and where we're going enough to realize that, yeah, we, we, we all need to, who, who, who has the means to kind of step into themselves a bit more, we should, and then we can, you know, hopefully be there to support others that are, you know, in a similar kind of situation. So long answer, but yeah, I think. Yeah. Well, I feel like you've definitely done that today with us. And, and there's definitely for me been a sense of, uh, like a a realness or something like just a sense of truth and a, a a presence. And it just, it's felt quite real and, and not really kind of trying to, you know, show something that isn't already kind of purely and authentically there and true. So I just wanted to kind of share that with you. And, and I think, yeah, that there's a real power in that. There's a real power in your truth and in and and in, and, and in stepping into that space with courage. Um, yeah, that I, I'm definitely going to kind of take away from this. Mm. Yeah, and it's definitely something that is quite um, timely, a, a timely kind of yeah. reminder. Yeah, I think we all need it. Hey, it's like it's it's, it's a feedback loop that is is you know a positive one because you you can't really start believing. So, and we do need a point of reference, I think. You know, you need something to bounce off to understand your location and, and in this in this reality. So, um, I guess yeah, challenging ourselves and stepping up and stepping in where we can can really provide a great platform for that self reflection and, and to see how we're how we're landing. You know, in in the real space of, of you know everybody else. And um, I think so long as yeah, we we're not afraid to make mistakes or at least if we do make them we're not afraid to like own that yeah you know and and, and make the change it's interesting because we're, we're continually we're never the same person from moment to moment like we're not the same people that we were when we began this discussion mm-hmm. and that's going to continue to happen we're, we're constantly on this path of evolution it's interesting because the film production company is actually called evolved visual media there <laughs> That there's this evolution that's kind of continually taking place in every moment and and kind of hold, like even the idea of, you know, I, I struggle sometimes with putting things out there in terms of video or content because I know even just the, the cringe, cringy feeling I get when I look back at kind of, you know, with a lighthearted smile as well, this kind of older, these older versions yeah, 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 of me, like, you know, and hmm. yeah, and, and, and just watching how that kind of, how that changes and develops is is quite a beautiful thing, but it's also um, the idea of being stuck in a moment of time doesn't feel too nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's an it's an interesting space. Well, I, I think it can really hold us back if we're not like if if something's come through and we haven't kind of finished the process. Like this album, prime yes. example. Like this, yes. this is why this is like I started this in I, I don't know when the first song it, it was maybe seven years ago, you mm-hmm. know, like, and this hasn't been officially launched because I've been sitting on it and it's like, 
it's constipated me musically yes. and, and artistically and, and energetically. My, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. My friends like, dude, you just got to let it go and move on. Like, yeah. Like just move on and don't sound like, okay. You know, just like always making, you know, more of it. And it's like, so this is really great because this is a cathartic process that, that, you know, through, through you has now allowed me to just move on musically. Like I'll, I'll never look back. Like this is tough. I mean, you know, but it's like, it's, it's, it's nothing new for me and it's yes. something that, that needs to be kind of like, birthed and, and, and released into its own thing whatever happens you know if anything um but just for my creative process you know having it stored up in a, in a jar in a cupboard it's just kind of like well what, what was the point you know so yeah so i think like like you said with this this the nature of our own evolution and change as long as we can we can shut up that fear of like oh i don't want to be like immortalized as that version of myself and we can be gracious enough to you know like understand that we're constantly everyone's evolving you know like it's all it's all good and and maybe the cringe is actually a beautiful hallmark of the past just mm. to remind you of how far you've actually come because if that if that moment's making you like cringe out then you're, you're obviously in a very different space and that's you know mm. that's something to celebrate um and there's a gentleness that what we pointed to earlier that comes into the picture exactly. of just kind of cradling that that part of you that might want that might feel a bit worried or that might feel and, and it's noticing in a cradling i think together and i think like because we're both fathers it, it helps like I, I think having that relationship you know same like you know we've all, we've all got kids and and that that i guess hopefully for, for people gives us this uh different perspective on the other or on you know another and that we can um you know, love people in a different way and, and that's maybe less selfish, more unconditional love. And it's like, well, how would you, how would you, you know, talk to your own child about their successes and failures? And it'd be much, the, you'd hope much the same energy of like, Hey, it's okay. Like I want you to make mistakes. Yeah. And learn and that's safe. And, you know, so I think like, um, you know, we've just got to do the same to our inner child. We've just got to be good parents of ourselves. Um, and, and that's really all the relationship is just, just, you know, like treating all the former parts of ourselves and the wounded parts of ourselves, like the child that it likely is. Yeah. You know? I've been reading some interesting things around, um, yeah, the inner critic and the inner child. Mm, okay. Yep. Yeah. And the self saboteur. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it seems yeah. like we're kind of yeah. playing with those, those different yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. elements right now and, and what we're, what we're discussing kind of it seems quite relevant in this chat yeah cool yeah thank you so much thank you for oh, yeah, thank the, you. for having the courage and for showing up and for doing this because yeah ex everything that we just said yeah if, and it feels really good for me does it feel good for you jay it's been that's been yeah it's been wonderful um yeah absolute honor i uh lots of fun as well yeah yeah, maybe uh, some somewhere over the rainbow we can we can do another experimental. Tell us how we can um, kind of uh, meet the new baby once it's birthed. Okay, yeah, great. So I'll be on um, Bandcamp. All my music is is being consolidated to Bandcamp um, under the artist name Shadow Creature. I will provide a link um, in the description, um, or that Michael can plug in. The album is called Entheogenesis and it will be being released on the 7th of the 7th, 2022. Um, 
which at this time or that time may already be out or not, depending on the podcast release date. But yeah, um, get Michael to put a link in um, and just, yeah, watch that space. Some more music will come in and out. I've got more projects that I'm working on, hopefully more ceremonial music for meditations um, in the future. But yeah, feel free to send me an email through the lines and, and give me some feedback on you know the music if you're enjoying it or if it's stirring anything up um, for you. I really appreciate everyone's time uh, in listening to this and going on this little journey with us. It's yeah, been really fun and um, yeah, hope hope you're well out there. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Should we leave them with a track? Let's leave them with a track. Yeah, cool. Let's do that. All right, great. Well, let's, On the way let's out. start with the track that started the whole project. Perfect. Actually, there's, there's a little story, I think, that, that comes in quite nicely with this. So this track, um, this was the first song that came through with this whole project. And it was really the first song that came to me in any significant way that wasn't like my former style of production, which was very contrived and, you know, yeah. like polished and this whole concept was like to record things and not quantize and not have it perfect so there's slips and mistakes through the whole thing because i want it to be authentically me and human at that time so a lot of just once throughs and all the rest but anyways um what really catalyzed this whole i guess awakening of, of music for me in this kind of expression was this one song and it came from an experience um that i had with the plant medicine one of the beautiful um, native plants. Which one? Uh, it's Acacia cordii. Nice. Um, so the track name is Cordii, and the song, um, yeah, is, is, is there's a group of melodies that came through this experience that kind of funneled into this track. Um, but yeah, in that particular experience, I, I very amazing... Um, gift and lesson that happened where at the time I was still really um, experiencing, I guess, my own heartache and pain in, in really deep ways. It was really holding me back. And I knew that I had problems, you know, in, in, in my heart space, um, in, the, in the way I was relating to everything, everybody, but myself mainly. So that was one of my intentions of that, of that um, ceremony was to, you know, look at, look at what's going on there and why I have these issues. And hopefully gain some insight into, you know, um, beginning the road to healing. And this plant just, uh, <laughs> I got taken to this, this realm or this dimension and it was much like a giant commercial kitchen. And I could just see this red glowing from my perspective. And I, and I looked down and, and my heart was like a little oven that was just emitting this radiant glow in this dark giant kitchen space. And then I was like, okay, this is interesting. Um, <laughs> and then this shuffling kind of happened in this little, little cute, almost Muppet looking like puppet chef looking critic came out and was looking at me with a chef hat and the whole gear. And, and then I kind of, you know, realized that this was the plant just, you know, having a bit of fun with, with this lesson and, came up to me and I'm like, well, you know, what, what's, what's in the oven? And then, um, what's cooking? Yeah. What's cooking? And I'm like, Oh, you know, and this is all kind of like a, you know, intuitive mime style communication, but it was like pointing. It was like, you know, your heart 
I'm like, oh, okay, okay, it's cooking, cool. Like, is that a good thing? Like, you know, something's going on. And then, and then I asked if, if you know, this, this plant could, could help. Um, so this little puppet walked up and like tried to open up the oven and it was like locked. So it was like shaking furiously and then had two legs up on the oven. It was like really trying to pull, 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 pull. And it was like, nah, nah, can't get in there. Can't get in there. It's all locked up. And I'm like, oh, bummer. Like, that's what I'm here for. Like, what you, you can't help. It's like, no, nah, it's all locked up. You, 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 you got, you know, you've got a guard there. And, and I can't help you right now. Like, to, this isn't the night for this. And then I said, okay, well, what, how do I, how do I be prepared for next time? How do I open up this space? It was like, oh, okay, great question. And then, and then it said, um, and this is all kind of telepathic, but also in some words, but it's like you, to, to heal your heart, you need to be able to speak its language. I'm like, oh, like love. It's like, yeah, love, obviously, absolutely. That's, 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 it's, but that is what your heart is. But its language is, is joy. And I was like, oh, and, and at that time I was not experiencing really any kind of joy. Um, and, and then the word joy just flashed up in my eyes and like, you know, um, casino style lights, you know, Vegas, like joy. But then in front of it, there was a dash and then E-N, end, which means within, you know, something that's kind of endogenous. So it was flashing and alternating between N, joy, N, joy. And then, then the plant said, you, you need to cultivate the joy within. That's the key to, to fixing this and to being more open. Um, the joy within. And the joy within really is just practices that we can do which which are you know practices of presence um but it's something that we generate from within so for me playing music like live instruments that's me creating something from within mm. that didn't exist before and it brings me joy so not listening to someone else's thing i have to do it so you know art painting running dancing whatever singing but whatever we are creating and, and, and is endogenous to us uh, and that was, that was a hell of a lesson. And I, I've always carried that with me because it was just so hilarious, but beautiful. It just made so much sense. And I've really, um, taken that on board as uh, an important staple, I guess, of, of, of just my practice and discipline to understand, at least for me, that the generation of something from within myself and creating it, uh, is a part of my heart's language that, you know, I need to, I need to keep expressing. So. Is that, is that door a bit more open since that totally. lesson? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The baked goods are well and truly out of the oven. So. I would like to taste some of those. <laughs> That's all right. So, so yeah. Um, so here's the track. Uh, Cordii. Hope you enjoy.